Yo, 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 skirt bag. What's up, brother? How's it hanging? Yo, I just, I was waiting for it, dude. What are we, like, 15 episodes deep. And I notice every time, like, I listen to our, our episodes, they start off with the, the classic, yo, 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 skirt bag. How we doing? That's like our signature yeah. fucking opener. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it becomes. I'm doing good, dude. I had a long-ass day at work. Feels good to be home. Uh, ready to rip some shit, talk some shit, and maybe take a shit on this podcast. Um, but other than that, dude, not bad. It's been a it's been a long week so far, and it's only Tuesday. But you know, yeah, we live and we all learn. the weeks have been long lately. Yeah, all the only weeks that seem like there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah that's dude. That's Each true. I thought work, that life was gonna slow longer. down. I thought no, like sir. life was gonna slow down once the fall came, cause like my summer weekends were all packed, and then I was like, damn, I'm doing shit like every weekend. Yeah, it's cool though. I'm not getting run down at all. Life said, no, sir, not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Couldn't be. Um, um, yeah, dude. How how, how, how have you been? Weekend? You, my weekend? You ask about my weekend? Yeah, let me my, tell you about mine my was weekend. pretty fire. See, I'll, I'll let you go first, and then I can right. sweep you off your feet with my stellar weekend. My uh, my weekend was good, dude. I left work Friday and went to Maggie's in Wilmington, and uh, we made these calzones Friday night. I made a buffalo chicken calzone, and she made a chicken bacon ranch calzone. And it was the first time I ever made a calzone, so they came out pretty good for our first time. Um, and then we literally just laid on the couch and watched Yankees baseball game the whole night. It was low-key mad nice. Like, dude, I just needed, like, a chill, like, relaxing break from just daily life, and that was, like, the perfect way to fucking end my yeah. week. Um, and then Saturday we woke up, and we took Boone for a hike. We went, we went to this awesome fucking coffee shop and i got i didn't even go in because i had the dog but maggie went in and she got me like this um mocha chip frappe but it was like from a real coffee shop and they accidentally made like one too many so they gave me two so i was like all right bet so i slugged them both down when we were on our hike and boy did that hit me like a motherfucking 18 wheeler truck dude i was the rest of the day which was bad because we had a day um, yeah, and you our... don't do physical activities very much, so your body right. was probably like, "Whoa, physical activities! What are we doing? Where do I physical I activities? Hella coffee, things. We need energy." Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> we were doing physical activities. I had hella coffee, and it was like pre nine thirty a.m. on a Saturday. So my body's already like, well, I'm usually up at that time on a Saturday, but it's usually like golf and nicotine, the only things in my body. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so like my true. body was in complete shock. <laughs> But, um, dude, after our hike, we took the dog back home, and then there was this record store that she was telling me about. I think I snapped a pic to it in Classified, but it was, dude, as soon as you walk in the door, it's like a portal into the 90s. It was fucking awesome, dude. It was, they had, like, three or four rows of records at, like, all types of different records. Um, I almost bought one. I didn't because I found something doper, but I almost bought the Battlestar Galactica soundtrack, and the cover art for this thing was fucking dope dude like it was like old school arcade 90s t- style art and i was it was only like 15 bucks too so i was like yo i'm you need to get me out of here because i'm about to spend bread but um yes <laughs> they had that and then you know it's funny where was it last episode we were talking about me collecting vhs tapes or was that just like an yeah. off-air convo that we had it was on Couldn't all right so either. little i don't know well little update if, I don't remember if we said it last episode, but Kenny and I were talking about starting a VHS collection just because it would be like, here's my whole whole reasoning behind it. Like, movie nights are fun, but like, putting in a VHS tape 
having like that old school like it's not super hd super crazy audio it's just like an old school movie with like the uh paramount like intro and all the old school stuff is just like a vibe for me like i love that shit so yeah. I was like, oh, dope. I'm going to start collecting VHS tapes so that when Maggie and I want to have a movie night, I can just pop one in and we can be on some old school shit. So this record store, the whole right wall of this store was all VHS tapes, dude. They had everything, bro. They had Star Wars, Harry Potter, um, all the old school anime that I love. Like, they had my favorite anime of all times, Cowboy Bebop. And it's like a, it's like an early 2000, like 2003, 2004 anime from Adult Swim. And, um... It just was, like, playing on this old-school TV. Like, it was, like, one of those box TVs. And it was, like, oh, a little Oh, yeah, yeah, staticky. I saw that snap. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. Um, But they had, dude, everything. All the Disney movies, Bugs Life, all the old-school, like, classic movies. Um, And actually, Clay... Did they have the Sandlot? Probably. Actually, I think they did. I think they had the first Sandlot. Because I saw that dude, one. I, I saw... love the first Sandlot. That movie's oh, so it's iconic. The best, it's the best one. That dude. is that would be a good VHS movie to have. Yeah. Like that, oh, yeah, you want like, gl- That's the type like, of movie I want to watch on VHS. When you have kids one day, you're like, oh, let me take you to a glimpse in what my childhood was like. Like that's the movie that you're gonna yeah. play to represent your childhood. Dude, and you know what's crazy? When we were like younger and our parents were doing that to us, like it was still like, oh, like let me show you what I I grew up on. But, like, we still had the connection of, like, it's a VHS tape or, like, you know, even DVDs. Like, that was what, it was pretty much the same thing growing up, the VHS tapes for us, until we get, it got to a certain point. But, like, we know what it's like to have, like, the old school stuff, like, be a part of our yeah. lives. Our kids, bro, are going to be like, what the fuck do you mean you had streaming. to, like, yeah, and everything's going to be just at just their fingertips. You didn't have just a TV remote? You didn't have just a TV remote? I thought you just had one remote. TV remote, and you just, went, you just went to different apps, and I went... I went on your Netflix account, or I went on your Amazon Prime account, and I bought this video movie. Right. I didn't, no, we're going to be know like... that uh, you had to have a different thing that played it, dude. Not only that, we had to go to a fucking store, look for a movie we wanted to, and rent that bitch for like three days. Like, yeah. kids are not going to know what a movie store or video game store was back, like, nah. five, ten nah. years from now, dude. It's wild. I can't wait to tell my kids, like, dude, me and my friends when I was your age used to go stand out in front of a store at midnight and wait for a game to be released. And, like, yeah. just to have the physical copy. We but that's go never going to happen again. I always liked no. to have the physical copy, but, like, now you can have everything digital and, like, you and I game share. So, like, it's we, you can't game share if you have the physical copy. You have to have the disc in your thing. Right. You know what I mean? So, so it's now, never, pretty like, much, dude, physical now copies that, of games are not going to be existing in ten years. No. So can we drop the price a little bit and just stop making actual copies? Save a shit dude, ton of money and you save me some money. Kashish, well, that's what I'm saying. Kashish. Like the physical copy is like sixty bucks, right, for a standard game. And I yeah. feel like I don't know. I don't know the percentages on this, but I feel like to a certain extent, it's because they have to make a physical copy of the game, right? Like it just cost like the re- the resources yeah that's what I'm saying the resources to make a physical copy cost sixty dollars for them to make a profit on the game so why the fuck is a digital copy of the st- same game the same price because you're gonna buy it anyway right yeah and I'm gonna buy that's it once whack. and you're not gonna buy it so yeah I guess I kind of they probably take that in- into consideration but a regular game sh- still should not be sixty dollars. Especially with all the DLC nah. that they add on to games now, dude. You're really paying like $100 for a game that you're going to play a bunch. Like, I'll, I'll pay $60 for COD, and then every three months, another 15 to $20 for the new maps. If 
Like if I were to do that, right? Yeah, I don't. So just you see now, I don't buy the new maps anymore. Like no, I bought new maps, neither. I think like once or twice in my entire life. I used to buy them every every time they had new maps for Call of Duty from like call like World at War to up to like Black Ops Three maybe, and then I just stopped playing COD because it's the same regurgitated shit every year. But but dude, remember the hype between behind like oh we're getting a new zombie map in a month and a half now or there's gonna be new yeah, multiplayer really maps. It's not zombies. like that anymore. Oh, dude, you fucking missed out. Yeah, I did. Zombies was a shit. But, um, back to the record store, dude. So, they had all the VHS shit, and then on the back wall, they had, like, six or seven arcade machines. They had, like, old old school Mortal oh, yeah, Kombat and Street Fighter, and they had this basketball, like, Michael Jordan basketball game. They had this Ninja Turtles game. So, we deadass just spent, like, an hour in that store just, like, looking at cool shit and playing games and just being a 90s kid again. It was awesome. That's fine with me, dude. That sounds good. Yeah, dude. And then after that, we uh, went back to the house for a little bit. And then we had planned to go get tattoos like a week prior. But there was like no place that was like taking a po- Not taking appointments. We were just trying to find a walk-in place. So I yeah, called yeah. this place up. And it was like right in the middle of downtown Wilmington. So I called them up and they were open and they were taking walk-ins. So we went in and I got the Avenged Sevenfold tattoo. And Maggie got... um. This, like, heart circle thing. She has, like, a Roman numeral um, tattoo on the back of her elbow. And above that, she got, like, this Skizzy Mars heart logo, like, of one of her favorite music albums. And then she got, like, a vine on her wrist that goes, like, up to here that she's, like, working on for her sleeve right now. Um, And it was, dude, it was, I realized that my tattoo shop in Myrtle rips me the fuck off like crazy, bro. Like, this tattoo that I got is super detailed and, like pretty it's not small but it's not big either but it's like a decent size and i only spent 150 on it and if i had got that at my tattoo shop it probably would have been like 250 yeah no that's not bad at all it does look good and she got cheap 150 is like i was expecting to pay more and he was like i can do 150 for the whole thing i was like all right like put me in the chair right now like sign me up but um oh dude also Um, my artist had this fucking poster I walked into his little, like, area where he does it. He had this poster of Charles Barkley dunking on Godzilla. And I was like, dude, that poster is fucking awesome. I was like, where did you get that? He was like, he was probably, like, 40 years old. And he was like, dude, I stole that from the Metro back in college. He was like, I couldn't find it anywhere. I tried to buy it off them. They wouldn't give it to me. So I was like, fuck it. Got to do what you got to do. And I was like, bro, respect. I respect that. Yeah, that's awesome. He was like, it's a perfect piece of art, dude. Like, it was awesome. That's dope. Um, and then Sunday, I just went home, and we went over to Jake and Rye's house for football and, you know, did our weekly football ritual. Heard. And that's how I ended my weekend. Not too shabby. Hit me with your fucking socks blowing off weekend. I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Friday, had a wedding, worked half day, had my cousin's wedding, like, my family went, Lex came, obviously, um, cousins, aunts, and uncles, and the whole shebang. Went to the wedding, had a good time, got pretty drunk, um, did some dancing. Don't think I made a fool of myself. At least not nice. too bad, so that's always good. Um, I think I would have heard about it if I did. <laughs> um, and then we all went back to my aunt and uncles afterwards for, like, a fire and just kept drinking for a little bit. That was, that was nice, because I don't really see them a lot. Um, and then Saturday... Me and Cass went to the Union game against Atlanta United. Got a 1-0 Ooh. dub. 
Um, one nil against Atlanta. Beautiful. They're a good squad too, aren't they? They Atlanta? are a good squad. Yeah, yeah, dude. The Union are good. Don't sleep. Um, it was that game was fun, dude. Cassandra was like, I was baked, right? I was sipping on beers, and Cassandra's like, "Yo, um, she doesn't have any merchandise, right?" So she's like, "All right, I'm gonna buy some merchandise at half because I'm not drinking." Um, and she's like. So, and then she, I think, I think the right back, I think he's my favorite. What's his name? And I was like, uh, it's like Mbiza or Mbizo. And, um, he's good. I'm like, yeah, he's nice. But like, he's like pretty aggressive. He's pretty cheeky. Um, he makes a couple mistakes, but he's always there. Um, and then I was like Montero in center mid, he looks nice. He's always turning the ball over in the midfield, but like, like defensively, he's forcing turnovers to get us the ball back. But he's also got a lot of bad passes. So it was like, it was just fun because like me and Cassandra were getting like really into like the players and like the tactics of the game. And like, usually it's just me, but like thinking those things about myself. Um, right. But there was one thing I really liked they did. They took, um, when we were like possessing the ball a lot in the attacking half, the outside backs would come up like wing backs and then the defensive mid would drop into as like a center back and then center backs would pop out as like a three like a five back almost yeah and then like and then normally but nor- like most of the time it's like a five run, back hybrid yeah most of the time we would just run like a four back a flat four back and then with the center defensive mid but like if we were like had the possession like or like if one of the outside backs like made a run, the center back would slide and the center defensive mid would drop in. And I was like, oh, like it's they're running that really nicely because like if you don't do that, you're way more susceptible to getting countered against. Dude, there needs to be and their outside backs get up a lot. See, like that aspect of soccer is so interesting. Like the way like formations move and like plays, you know, just like it's all in like the coach's style, I guess, of how he wants to play his players, but. I feel like everybody who's, like, neutral to soccer, they just, like, oh, that sport's boring. But, like, if we somehow exploited that, like, process or, like, part of soccer, I feel like people, a lot more people would be interested. Because it's just, like, oh, like, people see it as, oh, you're just running around kicking a ball for 90 minutes. But, like, you always – it's one of those sports where you always have to be doing something, dude. And you always have to be anticipating, like, yeah. what's going to happen next and, like, where you have yep. to be on the field and stuff like that. Yep. It's so interesting. Um Soccer is like I mean it's similar to baseball where like it's a it's so much of a mental sport as well, um, and yeah. like it's, it's, the score is gonna be like today today's Man City game was two nothing that Union game was one nothing like you'll get some high scoring games but like some of them are gonna be like you you just tactical can't crack fights, the other dude. team and they're right. tactical games yeah and like those to the average fan those are gonna be boring but like right you're not but gonna like zero, you're not gonna not watch a Chelsea Liverpool game zero like they're gonna it'll finish zero zero right like yeah you're not gonna not watch that game those are two of the best teams in the world like it happens right 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 what I was and sometimes thinking when it does happen game, it's a good game we were at the Union game and I was just thinking this I was like damn it would suck if your first ever game was a zero zero draw like you know. At like every single, yeah, at every single sporting event, at least one person there—it's their first time ever. Yeah, that's true. Um, and like, if it's a zero-zero, that's draw, not gonna really, and, and that that doesn't happen in like any other sport when you think about it. Like pretty much every other sport, there's gonna be a score. Other yeah. than like, no, it doesn't happen in any other sport. Yeah. What other sport can Cassandra- end in a zero-zero draw? Cassandra, like, after they scored, um, it was like a celebration and everything. Dude, the Union Stadium's fucking hype. Um, yeah. But she literally just, like, slapped me. Like, slapped the back of my arm. And I was like, why are you hitting me? She was like, 
I don't know. I'm excited, man. Like, it's a lot of energy. <laughs> she was like, she was like, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't get this excited when they score in other sports. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's, like, it's so hard to come by. Right. It's um, hard. Like, it's in, a like hard imagine thing like to in do. basketball, dude. Um, and we Every were so close, so many times, like slapped. so many, like like Brad Guzan had a good had a good day in net. He made some yeah. good saves, and we just like missed like some good opportunities. And then like when we finally broke through, and then like you get that goal, and the stadium goes crazy, the music's blasting, like it's fun, dude. The Union because games one goal are, could be a lit. game, dude. One goal, it, one goal once, could be and it was a the game, game winner, and it was right. And that's like. Uh, it's not gonna be like all right, we scored. And Let's three go. Like, points are big. Like like a one nil yeah. win is like significantly better than a zero zero draw, especially right. at home. You got to get as many points as you can. At and home. a one nil a one nil win is just as important and just as good as like a six nothing win. So it's not like yeah. you know what I mean. You're still yeah. getting the amount of, same amount of points in the standings. Yeah, me and my boy got into an argument about uh, Bruno one day, and I was like, dude, he scores this shit-ass goal. Or he, he scores goals. They're not shit, but he scores goals in, like, a 5-1 blowout where, like, none of his goals matter. Like, And he was telling me he that he'd that rather have – He was telling me that he'd rather have Bruno on his team than Conte, and I was like, dude, what? what? Dude, Conte's, like, the best midfielder in the world right now. And then he was telling me about how, like, they don't score. Like, Conte doesn't score, and he's like, I'd rather have somebody that can create offensively. First of all, I'd rather Conte's have somebody... Conte's a defensive mid, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have somebody that can be a good defender and possession player every single day. And you need your scores. defense to be much more reliable than you need your offense. Because sometimes, dude, offenses just aren't clicking, and they're not offensing very well. Right. Um, And sometimes it's just not there, right? But your defense needs to be there. Or else you're um, going to get scored but, on. But and then also, I saw this... chances. I saw this tweet that was showing, like, Conte's got all these goals against top clubs. Like, he has a bunch of goals against City and Chelsea and, like, some of, like, the other big European clubs. And I just, like, sent it to him. I literally, I, I typed in Bruno. I got petty as hell. I typed in Bruno in my uh, search messages, went back to that conversation, took a screenshot of Owen saying he didn't want Conte because he doesn't score, sent it to him, and then sent him this tweet. <laughs> like, dog, I got re- received. You should have just replied to it with the picture. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, from forever ago, that would have been fire yeah. too. <laughs> Alright, next time. Because you know I'm going to yeah. get him. I'm, yesterday, dude, we talk about this later, but I won't talk about it now because it's in that same group. Um, now we'll talk about it later because I'm going to get fired up later. Um, so that was Saturday. Got home at a decent time. We just kind of hung out. Um, smoked, chilled, played some video games, I guess. I don't even know. Um, and then Sunday was good, dude. Lex came over real early. Um... We hung out, made some breakfast. I had this chorizo that I wanted to make. So it was like chorizo, eggs, chopped up some bell peppers, a little jalapeno, some tomato. Um, mixed it all up. I should have had more egg. I, I wasn't enough egg. Um, too much chorizo. Um, and like the chorizo was okay. It was plant-based. It was from Perfect Foods. Like it, mm, it was good. It was fine. But it had way higher potential. Um, but then like got my bets in and shit. Like set all my lineups. Traded Zeke for Keenan Allen and some fab like an idiot. Um, and then just, like, hung out and watched the games all day. And it was great. Lex left, like... Oh, Lex made spaghetti for dinner. Oh. Ooh. F- meat sauce? First, first, no, first we had um, stuffed mushrooms, I know. But they were stuffed with crab meat. Bomb.com. So we had some of them. I know not your forte, but whatever. Fuck yourself. Um, I've never heard of delicious. them stuffed with crab meat, though. I love some crab. Um, 
And then she did spaghetti with not meat sauce because she had homemade meatballs. And I shit you not, some of the best meatballs I've ever had, ever. Um, wow. They were so good. The meatballs were banging. Um, and the, the sauce was good. Like, it was all homemade. Um, it was delicious. Garlic bread. Mm, chef's kiss on the garlic bread. I just bought, I just bought some garlic bread. The Texas toast. And then uh, for <laughs> dessert, we did... Fuck your Texas toast. I'm telling a story here. <laughs> for dessert, we had... She made these half brownie, half chocolate chip cookie johns. And when that came out the oven, had that warm with some vanilla ice cream. And it was fire Oh, uh, dude. Why is cookies and ice cream such a great combo? It's amazing. Or like brownies. Oh, it's so if good. they're warm, like fresh. Ooh. Yeah, and it like melts the ice Fire cream a little up. bit on top. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. man. Um, vanilla ice cream, too. Like, no other ice cream does it like vanilla ice cream when you have that combo. I don't know why. Like, when I have yeah. a warm cookie and ice cream, vanilla it's bean. always vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the bean. beans. Beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, that was, that was how I wrapped up my Sunday. Lex went on her way. I watched the Sunday night game. That sounds like a great weekend. It was fire flames. Fantastic fucking weekend. Um, so I got on here, I got in our random shit section. Insert random shit drop. Yo, wow, that was really crazy random thing you just thought of, Kenny. That's what, that's what I dropped. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. We're not going to use these, except for the draft. Like, that draft one's going to stay. stay. But I'm just yeah. going to keep doing random drops. You just got to go off the riff. Yeah. Until we actually get a drop, we're just going to do random shit like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe um, the drop is you just making a drop every week. That's different. Uh, Come on, I'm not that creative. What? You're then, a high guy. That's and then one day do. we'll be episode, like... 459 and they'll be like yo you remember back in episode 15 (laughs) (laughs) see you reuse this drop right here it's the same (laughs) i thought you were always going to be different like yo i'm i'm a loyal day one listener and i expect better from the both of you it's lex (laughs) (laughs) yeah lex is just hitting us up facetiming guys what the fuck and we're like Lex, we're like, we're like, it's episode 450, we're like oh, did, 29 did I upload by it? now. <laughs> did I upload it and, and like Kenny's audio wasn't in it again? Fuck. <laughs> dude, it's a good thing we have her, because I wouldn't have noticed until the next day. Yeah, dude. She's like, just... she's our, our audio checker, that's the thing. We don't yeah. even listen to these shits before we post them. She's our audio checker, yeah. and she's always going to be the first one listening. Yep, 6 a.m. You always hit us up, like, after we finish these episodes, like, Pod will be up at 5 a.m., and I'm like, I'll be asleep yeah. for three more hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't even listen to them. That's the thing. I do. I listen to them sometimes if I got no other podcasts to listen to, but it's like, I Now I, that I it's football conversation season, bro, I always, got, I always got podcasts to listen to. Yeah, and end of baseball season. Oof. Yeah. Um, just because, like, I listen to the footballers, so that's, like, one a day during mm-hmm. football season. Um, and I don't drive anywhere. I work from home. So it's like, damn, son. I do podcasts on my way to work, music on my way home from work. But I do, I listen to podcasts like all day in my head, my AirPods. Yeah, I don't like listen to them when I work. Because when I do, I don't. Well, your work is a lot different than mine too. You have to use your brain a lot more. Like mine is just like, I'm just on Facebook, like looking for trends and making posts and writing shit. It's a lot more relaxed, I feel like. You're over here, like, crunching top ten business numbers. 
You sent me that text the other day. It's like about what whatever that sheet was or whatever, where you have to like yeah. make sure the things are like pretty much the same or whatever. And I was like, yeah. dude, I have no idea, not even a single clue what you're talking about, Johnny. That's how you know it's getting bad, dude. When I'm venting about my work to you, when I know that you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> that's when you know it's getting bad. <laughs> Like, when it's oh, that man. bad where I just gotta type this shit out and get it off my chest and I know I'm talking to, like, pretty much deaf ears because you don't know <laughs> what the fuck I'm saying, that's when you know it's bad. And, dude, it's so funny because I'm, like, I'm sitting there and I'm, like, dude, I know, like, me just reading this text now, my brain turned off. So I can't even imagine, like, what it's like to have to work with that every single day and, like, be on top How of How do you not turn your brain off, dude? What do you mean? Like when you're doing like the shit that I'm doing, how do you how does you how do you make your brain always be on and so attentive to every detail? Well, it has to be. That's the thing. I couldn't do that. Is what I'm saying. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're over here side hustling. Yeah, facts. Because we gotta get out of the grind. Don't stop, baby. <laughs> gotta make it uh, out the mud. Uh, <laughs> so in our in our random shit segment, um, yesterday I listened to "Nothing Is Wrong" from the Mike Posner EP. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it, and it's like all the songs on there are like kind of somber sounding. I think most of them are anyway. Um, yeah. and this one was, um, but at the, it, it's like a sad song about the life and the world. And um, is that the one where he's talking about like his Twitter follower who passes away? I think so. No. It's like the girl that would tweet at him every day and was like, "Hey, like just make make good music. Like you make great music, blah blah blah." And it really no, nah, I don't think it spirits. was that one. Oh, nah, like it wasn't that lot. one, but um, th- it's the one. I mean, the, like the one random line that stuck out to me, obviously, is like Max dead, and then he's like, and inside. Oh yeah. So are so many more, or something like that. Right. Uh, but in the end, in the end, he goes like the very last line. He says, "And it took me thirty years to realize that nothing is wrong." And like in the way I took it, just like the like listening to all the lyrics, I took it as him being like, like nothing has ever been wrong. Like I've just been like. Like, you're not doing the wrong thing. Like, things aren't bad. Like, people complain and stuff. Like, for him, it's easy because he's had, like, a pretty good life, right? But, like, all the things that he thought were, like, maybe, like, things to complain about and, like, things that, like, things that I complain about. Like, dude, it's all good, bro. Like, it really is. Like, all, like, I'm stressed out a lot. Like, there's just, like, a bunch of things in life that, like, get me down from time to time. But then I'm, like, oh, like, this shit just doesn't matter. Like, I could just, like ignore that and just focus on things that make me happy and like like this is my life i don't have to give anything attention that i don't want to give attention that's like first right. of all but second of all like nothing's that bad like for me and you and i'm pretty sure anyone that is listening to this podcast and has access to listen to this podcast like it's not that bad you know what i mean like you right. could have it like significantly worse given the circumstances um and I don't know. I was texting Lex about it. That EP is so good, dude. I, she was like, so "Oh, like good. maybe I'll listen to." it. I'm like, "Bro, it's it just makes me like great." Makes you think and, like, and it makes you feel life. good. And it right. Makes, but it's also like, it makes me feel good. It makes me like appreciative and grateful for my life. But it's also like makes me want more out of my life, and it makes me want to push myself to like do greater, to be better, things right, and like get the most out of my potential. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to be dead, so let's just smoke some weed and chill, have a good time. <laughs> well, I mean, but like, that's the that's the beauty in it, though, dude. Like, back to your earlier point is, like, you don't have to, like, give attention to things that you don't want to. Like, you have that choice. So it's like, 
I could just wake up and like be on like people that are always on the grind. It's like never stop working, never stop grinding, never. It's like, dude, it's okay to have those times where you just don't feel like doing anything and you just want to be a human and not have to worry about like just like modern day life. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. I just like to be left alone, like laying in bed and just like lost in my thoughts, and it's okay to have that. You know, it definitely gets to a point where if that's what all you're doing, then that's an issue because. Like, it's just not healthy, but, like, yeah. you don't always have to be on top of your shit, like, 25-8, always, like, trying to be, like, better and better and better and better. Like, everybody needs a break at some point. It's okay to, like, step back and just, like, be alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, yeah. on top of that, like, um, dude, I've learned that, like, whenever I'm feeling, like, down about something or just, like, not great in my head, I always think, like, well, dude, I always, like, zoom out, like on my entire life and just like on the whole like idea of existence i'm like dude nothing really truly matters which sounds dark but also it's like so if it doesn't matter like if it's not life ending matters then it's gonna be okay over time like time heals everything basically like three weeks from now is this gonna be affecting me no okay i'm fine three weeks from now is this going to be affecting me yes okay well i'm gonna be fine regardless like of how long it is like i'll be fine eventually and then it's like but you think if, if this is like a long-term thing that's gonna like that's like stressing you out or like right if it's like something like trying to get a new job or something like that like something's gonna have like a big impact on your life or if right. it's like something that could be potentially coming that's negative right like I don't know, Kenny, maybe, like, you get arrested, and, like, you got a court date coming up, right? And, like, you don't want this, this to be on your record forever, right? So, right. maybe maybe it's something like that. But then it's, like, okay, what can I do to, like, put myself in the best situation, go it, like, in regards to that going forward, right? So, if it's me getting arrested, and now I'm, like, I have this, like potential you know court date coming up blah 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 it's like okay i'm gonna get a lawyer i'm gonna like do what the lawyer says i'm gonna do x y and z right like you have when things are like looming over you that will like have an impact on your life down the line then you go okay what can i do that's in my control to put me in the best position in regards to whatever that thing is when the time right. comes you know what i mean and then you right. can kind of be like look i did i did the best that i could and and you can't you can't like hang on to the idea of like end game for situations like if something bad like that like negatively affects you you can't think like oh um this is going to be like a whole 3 month thing this is going to be a whole even like 2 week thing you just got to take it day by day wake up and like tell yourself like all right how like what can i do just in this 24 hour span of like my next day to be to, like, better myself for this situation. Because if you, like, linger on, like... It's almost like baseball season, dude. Like, if I, back in April as a Yankees fan, I'm like, oh, dude, we just lost a series to the Orioles. How is this team win a World Series? Blah, blah, blah. Which I fall victim to all the time because that's just baseball. Like, the emotions are up and down, up and down, up and down for eight months. But, like, you just gotta think, like, dude, like, everything's good. Like, wake up, you win today, and you battle battle again tomorrow like you can't think about yeah. what's going to be different three months from now because that's just adding more worry and more stress that honestly you have no like control over like you can't do anything to change it so you just got to wake up and think to yourself every just day your like best. how can i be better do wake up and do your best give give that day the, the real college try as they say 
You know what right. I mean? But like, like seriously, if you just like wake up and like, you know what? I'm gonna do everything in my power to like make today a good day. It's I mean, manifesting, some, dude. Some people are uh, a victim of circumstance, and you know, some of them really do try to like do the best thing to like have the best day. But it's like there's a lot right. of negative things around you. Um, but I think for most people, like it kind of starts with just like the change in mindset. And um, another thing. So I had I did have like some other notes on this. I was like, um, like I have like no matter what decision you make in your life, as long as you're doing what's going to make you happy, it's the correct decision, right? Right. So like for me, all the time, it's like, hmm, do I quit my job and find a different career? Like that might make me more happy, but I have you know financial responsibilities as well. And this job pays me well. You know what I mean? But it's like, I know, like, m- mentally and emotionally, I'm not ready to, to leave this job yet. Like, I'm not ready to, like... Take that step and just be like... I, I would be ready it. if the right thing came came along, but I'm not willing to be like, alright, I'm going to quit this job and go, like, start a whole new career. Which I would, like, maybe I'd want to do that one day, right? Um, right. But... Um, once I am, like, mentally, like, ready to do that and, like, financially, like, you know, well, like, not wealthy enough, like, just, like, comfortable where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, this isn't going to be, like, a big burden on me if right. I do, if I do try to switch careers. You know, I know that doing that is going to be the right choice because right. it's my life and that's what's going to make me the most happy, right? Um, I don't know. So, I think just, just do what's going to make you happy. And so many right. times, people, our world is, like, the people in this world are just, like, everything's about, like, anger and things that, like, you can, like, gossip about and, like... Oh, everything's... It's because negativity... It's all about negativity, negativity brings dude. eyes, and, dude. Like, that's why. Yeah, and it's all about, like, people love to, like, place blame on others and, like, be like, ah, this isn't my, like, this is not, like, um, you know, my fault. Like, I'm just a victim of my own circumstances, right? And, like everything around me is the problem like i do nothing wrong like if only this person didn't do x y and z if only this other person didn't do that other thing right like oh like it's all like it's just like so sad like that because that's not the way that life is but that's the way that like people have been raised right like if something's not going right it's not your fault it's not because of you it's because of other people and how other people have affected your life and you know how other people have played a part but like just take responsibility for yourself, you know what I mean, and like right. do the right thing, and do everything the right way, right, and like you know do everything for the best outcome, and it's like you'll you'll be all right, dude. Yeah, you're not, you're not making the wrong decision. Just like take ownership of your life and do right by others. I think you'll be all right. You'll be good, dude. And like to add on to like the whole happiness thing, like dude, I feel like not enough people go after that. Like, a lot of people kind of just settle for comfortability and, like, you know, this isn't what, like, say, like, somebody has a job that they don't want to do, but they have, like, a dream or, like, a, like, a very achievable, like, way of, like, living. And they're just like, well, like, why would I, why would I sacrifice my financial stability or, like, my comfortableness for a chance at, like, being successful and doing something that I want to be happy with? But it's like, dude, 
you only have so much time to do like when you're dead you you being comfortable and like you having like you know an ideal not not even ideal but like a comfortable living situation like if you die like none of that's gonna matter like if you want to be great like people are only gonna remember you if you actually like do things like oh this dude like dude it's like pretty much everybody who's not like a famously born um rapper or musician it's like think about all the people that like russ dude he makes his music he's he was doing it for 10 years and nobody even fucking knew his name but because yeah. he was just so persistent in doing it and following his dream he has all this success now and it's like he was like he has a book where he's just like dude i just did it because it's what made me happy and i valued happiness over comfort comfortability and look where that got me he's like i'm just trying to open everybody's eyes to like the things that you can do if you truly just like put your mind to it and yeah. go after what makes you happy, <clears throat> not what makes you rich. Like he's like mm -hmm. the success will come if that's what you do. And I feel like not a lot of people do that. Nah, but the ones that are doing it for the happiness and not for the money are like the greatest, the greatest of They're all like time. The best at it. Right. 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 Like, like Cole does it because he loves music he loves making music he loves rapping like he loves uh -huh. the lyrics like and it shows in everything that he does right um the, like the other thing that i thought was like fantasy footballers right they just love there's just three dudes that work together that love fantasy football and they're like let's start a fantasy podcast they did it i think they had a dynasty league and they're like let's start a podcast and we'll talk about this dynasty league Right and now and look at them now and look at what they've turned into. They're one of the they're like the biggest fantasy football podcast. Yeah, they have that's a awesome, shit ton of followers. You know what I mean? Just because I was like, yeah, hey, this is what we love. We're just gonna do it. Yeah, that's what we're turning this into, bro. We're that's what we're doing right now, motherfucker. We've we've been trying to do a podcast. Like we've had the idea of doing a podcast for so long, dude. And we've tried a few times, but like this is like the real deal now for us. Kind of like we have a real legit setup. We have like a real legit schedule. And I feel like things are, like, slowly becoming more organized and, like, coming together, yeah. and it's Dude, awesome. if you put the time and the energy, like, into it to, like, make things as legitimate as possible and, like, try to be successful, I feel like it works. Right. And like, we like, could try doing... harder to interact more on Twitter and Instagram and shit like that, and we'd probably get more followers. You know what right. I mean? Right. But we just don't at this point. Yeah, we just don't. Because I mean, we, we still do more than we still do more now. Than more we than have we ever did, doing, and we're also both like the busiest we've ever been. Like facts. This is the first time I've had like a legit job. Like you've been working your ass off. You facts. have this house now. But it kind of helps like, with the legit job. The legit job kind of helps because it gives you a little bit more structure. So it's easy for us to be right. like, okay, Tuesday night. That's one out of my five weeknight, or I guess four weeknights because Friday don't really count. That's yeah. one out of my four weeknights. Like I'm gonna spend that night podcasting, and like Lex and it's on, not, like, dude. Tuesday nights, I podcast, bro. I podcast with Johnny. I play video games with him afterwards. That's my Tuesday right. night every week. That's what I'm doing. Dude, and it's like so, like having that in a routine. I actually saw this thing on Reddit the other day. It's like it was a question in the Ask Reddit sub subreddit. So people will just like ask a random question. Millions of people will answer, and like the top answer mm -hmm. will get voted highest. So it's like su always super right. interesting. And this one was men that go to the gym. Like what keeps you motivated? And the top answer was, dude. It's not even motivation. It's just a part of my routine. He's like, I just know that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon, I'm going to be in the gym. I'm going to be running. I'm going to be lifting. I'm going to be doing anything. 
he was like, it's not even that, like, I'm motivated to look good. He was just like, it's my routine. It, like, keeps me, like, kind of just happy in my life to know that I'm going to be doing something that's not, you know, interacting at work or, like, he's like, it's just my time to myself that I have in my routine that's, yeah. like, a healthy way to keep my, like, make just make me a happier person in general, physically and mentally. And I was like, that's a really good way to look at it because, like, whenever I, like, go to the gym, like, I'll... I go, like, I'll work out in stints, dude. I'll go, like, six or seven months and then stop for a few months and then start again and stuff. So I'm never, like, truly on a, just a consistent routine in the gym. But, like, I notice that when I'm in the gym, like, I find it hard to find that motivation sometimes. And I'm just like, damn, like, I really don't feel like working out today, but, like, whatever, I have to do it. And then I'll go there and I'll just, like, kind of, like, bullshit a workout and then be like, ah, like, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll do it again tomorrow. But like, yeah, but bullshitting a workout was better than not doing a workout. Right. That's true. That's true. But like, also, I feel like it's hard for me sometimes when I'm in the gym, not going like as hard as I can. Then I always feel like it's a waste. I'm like, this isn't doing anything for me if I'm just, you know, bullshitting. Sometimes like, sometimes I am bullshitting it. And then I'm like, dude, if you're here, be a beast, Right. That's what I'm saying, dude. And just, um, like, the motivation for that sometimes is hard. But now that I look at it like yeah. that, like, where it's just a routine thing, I'm like, I'm here, might as well do it. Yeah. Like, that's a good I, way to look I at it. I love it because, like, I, I just feel so much better when I work out, dude. Like, I like to work out in the morning, right? So, like, right now I'm trying to go to the gym most days of the week. During, like, in the morning, I like to wake up at, like, 5, leave my house by 5.30. Gym opens at 6, and I'm there at 6, Right. right. Um, and then, but then like work out till seven, home at seven thirty. I'm showered, coffee's made and I'm like starting work by eight o'clock and then I work straight through to five. That's a nine hour day, right? If I don't go to the gym, it's so hard for me to get up to start work at eight o'clock. Like I just want to stay in bed and start work at nine. And I don't know. Like it's just the way my body works. Like if I don't get up and do something then I just want to lay in bed longer. Fuck, maybe uh, I should do that, dude. Because my, my, the biggest struggle in my life, and it's always been this, is getting out of bed, like, in the morning. Dude, if you do it for, like, it's going to it's gonna be tough to get up in the morning and go to the gym for the first, probably, like, the first week. But then, like, the second week, it's not too bad. And then, if you, like, you just kind of start waking up at that time. Like, today, I knew I wasn't going to the gym because I stayed up for the birds game. So, I was like, okay, I set my alarm for 7 so I could wake up, shower, and do all that and start work at 8. Right. But I knew I wasn't going to go to the gym because I was staying up late last night for the birds game. And I think sleep's very important. I think sleep's more important than working out. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep in. 4.45 rolls around. My ass is awake. I'm wide awake. I'm checking to see the final score, checking to see how much points Zeke got, killing myself <laughs> going to sleep. Right? Like, I was like, I was like wide awake because that's like when I wake up to go to the gym. Your body just, your body My just body's just ready, right? And then it's like... Like, I wasn't going to go to the gym, I think on last Friday, I wasn't going to go to the gym, because I woke up, or because I, I got drunk the night before watching football, right? And then I woke up, and I it was 4.50, and I was like, do I just get up and go right now? And then I was like, nah, because like I'd rather get two more hours of sleep, I know it's going to be a long night with the wedding and everything. Right. Like I said, sleep greater than working out. Um, I mean, you spend half your really- life doing it, so... Yeah, I just wanted to, like, work out to, like, be healthy enough to do shit that I want to do, right? Like, right. I don't want to be dying come snowboarding season, right? Like, my Achilles still yeah. isn't 100%, right? Like, so I, I didn't want to, like, get my cardio up and, like, my leg strength up a little bit, but I got to You already, you already know, too, that first run we take down the mountain, we're going to be at the bottom just fucking 
head between our legs like holy fuck dude so i wanted to go snowboard this weekend and the place that has the indoor snowboarding caught on fire and they're closed what (laughs) yeah dude when did that happen so I don't know. Like, it's so super recent, dude. Super oh, recent. Of course, as soon as we discover it and like start talking about it and like, we're yeah. like, dude, when I'm home, like we can go and shit. It's like, yeah, arson. <laughs> because, uh, so I, I invited Lex over Sunday morning for breakfast and then all she said was okay. Or she said, all right. Which to her was like, okay, yeah, I'll be there. But to me, it was just like, okay. Like I said, oh, like, do you want to come? And she said, okay. And I was like, I don't know. She wasn't in a good mood at the time when I asked her, so I didn't know like what it yeah. meant. I was confused. So then oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, she, I'm not a hundred percent sure if she's gonna come in the morning or how early. So I'm just gonna let her know that I'm thinking about going, right? Yeah. Um. So I just kind of slide it out there, and then she's like, "Oh, I thought I was gonna come early for breakfast," and I was like, "No, you 100 percent are." I just wasn't like I wasn't 100 percent sure if that's what you wanted to do. So, um. So I was like, "No, no, like I don't want to go. Like I'd rather. I'd honestly, I'd rather have her come over early and like we could lay in bed for a little bit before we get up and like start our day, right? Yeah. I would rather do that than wake up early and go snowboarding. Honestly, it's only for a couple hours, and I'd have to drive an hour each way. Like. Right. That's the whole um, thing. But then she was like, she went to just go buy me a, a ticket. She was like, I know you're not going to get one and go, so I'm going to buy one for you, and then you're going to have to go. Because she's a bomb like that. And so she goes to buy me a ticket, and she's like, yeah, they caught on fire. You're not going snowboarding, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're like, like so, so casual. Oh, yeah, they caught on fire. You're not going. I would have been like, wait, wait, run it back. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she sent me a screenshot. It was like due to a fire, like we're closed. Like not not we don't not know when closed, we're gonna reopen, but COVID. we're closed for until like at least October fourth or something. Okay, you're Jesus. gonna be closed for a week. Damn, dude, that's wild. Yeah, but we'll see. I want to get out there at some point. We'll see. Yeah, I want to experience that shit. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, now that we've gone to nice uh, tangent city. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today This fucking thing is getting us flagged. We can't monetize our super popular podcast because because of this clip. It's getting caught. Yeah, I mean, that one and... Well, yeah, that's probably the only one because it's the only, like, real song that we use. But, uh... Yeah, that's the only one that's long enough. Yeah, um... Well, the Champions one is long, but I don't know. There's no words. I mean, in yeah, it. I was gonna say I'm surprised. Well, it's like a whole, like a whole ass song. Yeah. Like it's like a four minute song. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I like went to add it into our media board, and I was like, oh shit, this is like a full song. So I listened to it, and I was like sitting there and work. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Need to get Jay Z on the remix or something. But okay. New York Yankees, baby. What a fucking weekend to be a Yankees fan, dude. John Carlos Stanton has earned his pinstripes and more, dude. He hit one of the most iconic grand slams, just home runs in general, I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, this is, I think, the first time since, like, 2006 or something that the Yankees, or it might be even longer than that, that the Yankees swept a three-game series at Fenway. And it was, like, in the most crucial part of the week, dude, or the year, yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. We have the most important series starting... 
shortly tonight against the Blue Jays. I think this series pretty much decides, um, obviously, playoff the playoff picture for the AL wild card. But if the Yanks get home or away field advantage for the wild card game, if they're in it, um, dude, there's nothing like a wild card game in the Bronx Zoo. So it's I'm tough, really dude. Open. I was looking at uh, I was looking at the uh, standings today. Yanks are a game ahead of the Red Sox. The Red Sox are in that number two wild card spot, and the Blue Jays are a game behind the Red Sox. So yeah. you guys got Blue Jays for three. And then the Rays for three. Yeah. We have the toughest end to the schedule by far. The Red Sox have the easiest. Red Sox have Nationals and Orioles maybe? Yeah. I think it's Orioles-Nats. Yeah. And then I think the Blue Jays have y'all Orioles. Yeah. So it's going to be – well, the thing – the good thing about that that. for Yankees fans is um, the Rays are pretty much – they – clinched already the division so they're not probably not going to be you know unless they're just trying to ruin our season they're not going to be on real quick side note just to bash the Mets for fun they activated Noah Syndergaard and he's pitching why for what they're like 16 and a half games out of the wild card spot dude that's so dumb that's just the Mets being the Mets bro like, yeah. there's no Lex, point in doing that, dude. Lex has been telling me, like, for the past week, she was like, dude, I think they're going to bring Noah Syndergaard back, and I think he's going to pitch before the season ends, and he's probably going to be hurt and be coming back from rehab at the start of spring training. Jesus, dude. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised that happens at all. And then she sent me a tweet today, with, like, she sent me, like, a gif, like, just, like, these fucking guys. <laughs> the Mets will always be the Mets. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah like you're I'm, saying, I'm the Rays might not play. The their Rays, best, the, their best the Rays aren't going to be 100%. Or their best pitchers. Especially if we're going to be, if we win the wild card, we're going to be seeing them in the ALDS. So they're going to want to, you know, poker face us a little bit, I think. They're not going to be giving off too many hints of what they're going to be doing pitching-wise or, you know, setting lineups yeah. against our pitching. But yeah, uh, I'm excited, dude. Like, it's kind of really, like, I'm trying so hard not to get sad at the fact that there's only six games left of the regular season because I know within a month from now i'm not gonna have any baseball left to watch so i'm like 20 percent like oh damn like baseball is over this fucking sucks i know the next few months of sports especially as an eagles fan we'll get into that later is gonna suck like i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna have my happy place for a, like a, almost a half a year and it kind of sucks but other than that dude i'm all in on the yankees i've been bashing them for the past few episodes just because of the way they've been playing but as a Yankees fan if they're on the TV and they have a chance I'm gonna root for them no matter what types of changes happen within the organization that I want to see but yep it's uh it's it's interesting times oh we're talking about the fightings here the fightings the fightings are they yeah, still they're fighting? fighting they're like what I got down here six games back from the wild card but um, two and a half back from the NL East, the Braves are in first, and we start a three-game series with the Braves tonight. I have no faith in us, so you can put it on. There's a chance, but it's correct. And if there's one thing the Phillies know how to do, it's instill hope in your fans until the very last second and bleed as much of their life out of them as you possibly can. <laughs> That's what the Phillies do. Three-game set, dude. If you guys sweep, then you're. If we sweep, we'll be up a half game. Yeah. And what's the uh, what what teams what team do you play next after that for 
to finish um, it off. We go three against the Atlanta Braves, and then we have three against the Marlins. The Braves have three against us and three against the Mets. So, if, no, no, it's in the guards' pitching. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, man. All I'm saying is if the Phils somehow miraculously So, you're saying there's a, sweep, a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Remember in the beginning, we were like, yo, Phils-Yanks World Series? There's still hope, baby. <laughs> that was perfect. That was fucking perfect. Um, but I haven't been watching the Phillies. Honestly, my life has just been too busy to give a shit about the Phillies. Um, um, so I got nothing. I got no analysis. The uh, Phillies, they wear red. <laughs> <laughs> they wear red. That's all I got. <laughs> we call the them the Fightings. The Fightings. Um, by the way, I just, I just thought of this. Next Tuesday... Is the AL wildcard game. So if the Yanks are in it, probably probably not going to record that night. We should record the next night. So we can After? talk about it. Yeah. Fine with me. And I think that day we'll have... We could do all the fucking Champions League games too. Yeah. Oh, good golly. That that's going to be a long one. Ho, ho. <laughs> talk about a transition though. Um. Yeah, so we're going to hit the Premier League first. This weekend was great. City get a 1-0 win against Chelsea. That's huge. First time we've beaten Tuchel. 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 I don't fucking know. <laughs> I got um, two. Chell. Chells. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liverpool draw with Brentford 3-3. That was a wild game. Wow. I was watching that game. Yeah. Brentford are low-key kind of sneaky. Um, they put up three on Liverpool. And then Arsenal finally get a big win against Tottenham 3-1. That, um, is, that is a big win. Battle of London, baby. London is yep. red. So now... Six matches played. We got Liverpool at the top, 4-2-0, 14 points. And then Man City and Chelsea and Man United are all 4-1-1. I think Man U lost this weekend. Yeah, I think they did too. Um, Oh, Everton, 4-1-1. Brighton, 4-1-1. And And then I think think Tottenham's in seventh, and they're one. They have less points than Brighton, so that's where I cut the screenshot off was Brighton. (laughs) We're talking about the Brighton. But yeah, Liverpool's Liverpool's four two and zero with fourteen points, and then two through six four one and one with thirteen points. Wow, tight race so far. Yeah, I love that. I love seeing Brighton killing it. Um, I'm three zero and three in Premier League fantasy. I got a big win against Carl this week. Okay. That put me up in the seventh and put him down in the eighth because I beat him. Eighth. Um, uh, I'm, I might be worse than eighth. Johnny takes another L. Jesus, dude. Falls to 1-0-5, sitting in 11th out of 12. Um, if you ain't first, you're last. And if you ain't last, you're yeah, definitely not well, first. Owens 0-0-5, doesn't have a single point on the season. Wig took his first L. He moves to 5-0-1. Okay. Um, still, still sitting, what, top? But then... Yu Chow, he got a he got another win. I guess he has a draw. Him and T Hall draw Drew, so he's five one and zero. He's sitting in first because he's got oh, wow. no losses. So we got Yu Chow at the top this week. Yuchowski, Dave Yuchowski. But we'll see, dude. It's gonna the Premier League's gonna be fun this year. Yeah, I like that. The tight knit race. Hopefully, it stays like that for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, I hope it does. Hopefully City don't suck dicks. Beautiful. Not a beautiful day for Real Madrid, I'll tell you that. Not a beautiful day for City either. Um, yeah, so Real lose 2-1 to, to Sheriff. Sheriff in Madrid. Not great. In Madrid, not great. I watched a little bit of this game at work. Um, there, We had some opportunities that were just... Need to be converted, dude. Like, especially against this team. Like, this is a team in your group that you need. You not even need to beat. It's just not even a thought. Like, you beat that team ten out of ten times. You can't lose the fucking FC Sheriff. Like when we yeah. did the whole review of the groups, and I saw them. I'm pretty sure you and I both were just like, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, and they fucking know. beat us at home. What the fuck? Dude? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is that bullshit? We look so good going into this game too, dude. Like. Our team looks compact, our team looks young, it looks sprung, it looks fucking hung. <laughs> young, <laughs> sprung, and hung. Young, sprung, It can't come hung, any baby. better. It can't come any better, and we lose to Sheriff. And it was, I'm pretty sure the uh, second goal that they scored was in like the 89th or 90th minute, which was tough. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, dude. Yeah. Absolute um, heartbreaker. Well, City fall 2-0 to PSG. That was a tough game. Um... I I think we we were the better team for the most part. Like so many close chances, like a few shots coming off the post. Like just I just feel like we were kind of dominating like possession and legitimate chances. But I mean, a PSG counter attack. Did Messi? This is how, this how it came down. Yep, Messi comes running down the pitch. He's coming down the right the right wing kind of, and then he starts cutting in. Mbappe's making a crossing run like at the top of the 18. He plays a little ball in on the ground, and then continues his run, like, kind of behind Mbappe. Mbappe just rolls it back to him, like, on the run, one touch. Messi, one touch, left in. foot, curls it in the in the, in the the right side of the net. And it's just like, dude, how are you going to stop that? You got Laporte running full speed with Messi. You can't keep up. Dude, you know what's funny is Carl texted me, and he was like, it was like halfway through the game. I think PSG was up one nothing, And he goes, dude, French Messi sucks. I was like, has he not scored, like, a single goal for PSG yet? And he was like, nah, dude. I was like, Messi's about to get exposed. And then, like, 15 minutes later, Carl texts me. He goes, French Messi's pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, oh, he, he must have scored. Um, He did. It was his first goal for them. But whatever, dude. Man City, take another L. Keep piling it on with the Listen, birds. Listen, at least you lose to PSG. Just give me... Give me all the bullshit at once, all right? Get it all out. <laughs> um, Ajax beat Besiktas 2-0, I think, as they should. Inter and Shakhtar, they drew 0-0. I think okay. they're in your group. Yeah. Um, PSG, Sheriff Real. Atletico beat AC Milan 2-1 in Italy. Dortmund beat Sporting 1-0 in Germany. And Club Bruges. They beat Leipzig 2-1 in Germany. I think they've won wow. their first two, right? Wow, yeah. They won their first... Uh, who was that against? It was Club Bruges and... Was it Valencia? Not Valencia. Oh, it was PSG. Oh, they beat PSG? Yeah. No, wow. they drew. 
Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I feel like I would have remembered that. So now when we look at Group A, it's PSG and Club Bruges at top with a win and a draw. Um, and then City in third with a win and a loss, and Leipzig in fourth with no wins, two losses. Whatever. Yeah, that'll be an interesting little playout. Club yeah, Bruges we'll can keep it up. Group B, Liverpool's at top with two wins, and then it's Madrid at one win, one draw, Porto. One draw, one loss, and Milan, AC Milan with two losses, bottom of that group. That's a tough group. Yeah. Like, you look at it, like, I don't know if that was, like, tagged as a group of death, but, like... No, I remember is. there was definitely one that you and I were both like, this is the group of death. I think that one looks like a group of death. I don't have... I only have A through D up here, because that's yeah, who's played today. Right. And who's through two matches. But I think that looks like a group of death to me. Liverpool, Atletico, Porto, and AC Milan. Yeah, that's probably what we said. That sounds like that. That that could go. That group could go anyway. Anyway, because Porto's wow. like you, you look at Porto and like you don't think of them as a big club, but they're a good club. Dude, they and made like they the quarterfinals or semifinals yeah, last year, or didn't maybe they? the semis. Yeah, they were yeah. Killing, they had a great season, dude. Like they're like they're a good team. And then Liverpool, Atletico, and AC Milan. Those are all big name clubs. Yeah, that are also good. Yeah, that is definitely the group of death because it's usually you get two good teams and two like shit teams. Or, like, three good teams and a shit team. Yeah. And then so that one shit team's fucked. Yep. Um, and then Group C, Ajax and Dortmund are at top with two wins. And Besiktas and Sporting at the bottom with two losses, I think. That, that one's going sense. exactly as planned. Yep. Sheriff are two and O and O at top of Group D with six points. Sitting at the top. And then Real Madrid is 1-0-1, oh, um, Inter Milan 0-1-1, oh, one, and, one, and Shakhtar 0-1-1. Oh, one, one. Sheriff coming out strong with two wins. Dude, it's their fucking town. There's only room enough for one of them, I guess. For one, dude. There ain't room, room for one do Sheriff it. in this yeah. town. Damn. Sheesh. Still a lot of ball to um, be played, though. Yeah, still a lot of ball. 10, 9, 8, 76s. 76s. Alright. Ben Simmons, man. What a guy. <laughs> Can we get a Ben Simmons drop? I don't, nah, we're not talking about him too much this year. Um, so, apparently, a bunch of Sixers players, Joel Embiid included, reached out and were like, yo, we're going to come talk to you. We're coming. We're all going to fly to L.A. to see you. Like, we just want to talk. And Ben's like, nah, don't waste your time. Like, I'm not talking to you guys. I'm not taking a meeting. Like, you will not talk to me when you're here if you fly to L.A. Um, and they're like, all right, I guess we're not going then. Um, he also... Like, just go back. He like There's all this shit, like, Philly ran him out of town. As soon as the season ended, his agent reached out and requested a trade. As soon as the season ended. I didn't even He was know like, yeah, happened. get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. As soon as the season ended, he was like, yeah, I want to get a trade. Like, you, you can get rid of me this offseason. Um, and, like, the yeah, there were rumors about trading him for Harden. But, like, Joel said it today at media – or yesterday, media day, Joel was like, yeah, if – um, if management was all, if Warriors offered Steph and Clay for me, I'd take that offer too. So like it makes sense that they're listening to offers for James Harden. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want him to trade for James Harden. I thought you know I mean whatever. I thought Ben Simmons was going to be better this year than he was. 
and I didn't want James Harden a- James Harden age like too old for me. Right. It's like let's keep our young core together. That was kind of my thought. And um, but like yeah, it makes sense that they listen to offers for, to get ben- to get James Harden. Like what? I mean, he's a um, top five player in the league. Why would they not? Right, top ten, top five is a little maybe a little too kind. He had a good season, well, but I'm not. I'm not gonna give. Him, I'll give him top ten. Um, and then a quote came out yesterday or today that Ben said that he doesn't want to play with Joel. He thinks that he and Joel like they oh, run their that. course and they and they can't win like together. Like that, yeah, their play styles don't complement each other. Like that's like. All right, Ben Simmons. Like that's like a you problem, dog. I was gonna say that kind of just sounds like an excuse, dude. Yeah. Like he always is full of, is full of excuses, dude. Great player. It's the coaches. It's the fans. It's right. the management. It's, it's the, the media. media. It's yeah. never Ben Simmons. It's and Ben Simmons' response has always been, yeah, whatever. I am who I am. What this is what you got. Like whatever. Like yeah. I'm not gonna get any better. I'm His not gonna talk about shooting. I'm not gonna dude. take any shots. Like. And now he's like, you know, it's not my job to make your reputation, to make my price any better, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, he's just always putting it on somebody else. Um, Takeaways, fuck Ben Simmons. Put him on the bench. Don't trade him. Put him on the bench. Let him sit there until his contract fucking expires. I don't care. Fuck that you, guy. I, I Put saw him in the G today. League. It's like you, you almost can't even trade him right now because his value's never been this low, dude. Like, everything yeah. that he's done has been like... Oh, um, dude, bench like him and find the fuck out of him. Yeah, honestly. Please, dude. And maybe that'll put a little pep in his step where he's like, all right, maybe it is nah. me. Who cares? It, well, Who cares if it is it him, will, dude? Go ahead, get in the gym. You're still going to ride the bench. For dude, the I, saw, I saw tweets that was like, yo, open gym Ben Simmons is better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> yo, <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, um, JoJo? Best thing that's happened to this team since Allen Iverson. Best thing that's happened to this city in a very long time period. Obviously the Super Bowl, but like from a singular player standpoint, JoJo's the best thing in a long time that this city right. has had. Um, and he just keeps getting better, dude. At media day, um, his media day was brilliant, bro. He, he was saying all the right things, and he was like, dude, he was like, I only ever want to play in Philly. Like, I don't want to play anywhere else. He was like, I get it. Like, this is a blue-collar, hard-working city. They're invested in this team. They work hard for their money, and they pay my salary by coming to games, buying jerseys, things like that. Like, if, if, it, wasn't, if it weren't for these fans, I wouldn't have a job. And, like, it makes me, like, I understand why they're mad when we lose. And, like, I want to win for them. And, like, I want to put on a show for them. Like, all this stuff. And it's just like, dude, he gets it. Like, few yeah. get it. He, this guy fucking gets it. Um, but that's like that's that was like his overall message. That I thought was great. It had me hard for Joel today. Um, but he had a few other like just quotes that were brilliant, dude. Somebody asked him, was like, oh, like um, if you could. If Joel was going, or if Ben was to come back, like, what would you want to see, like, improve in his game, like, in this next year? And he was like, he paused and he's like, well, like, you know, we've all seen the videos. I want to see him, I want to see him do some of that. You know, he has the potential. (laughs) Or he said, he was like, he was like, he's like, he goes, well, we've all seen the videos. 
Some of that would be nice. <laughs> like, it was just like so casual. It was funny as hell. Um, oh, dude. He's the man, dude. Um, they were asking him about um, like if he regrets like what he said after the game because he made a comment after the Hulk series about Ben Simmons passing that ball. And he was like, nah. He was like, I wasn't was throwing shade. Comment? Something about Ben Simmons passing when he should have dunked. Which, oh, like, when yeah, he's he should have like, dunked right the, the fucking, fucking ball. Hoop? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like, no, I don't regret it. Like, I was. I wasn't throwing shade. I wasn't being spiteful. I was just speaking facts. And he was like, and Matisse should have made those two, two free throws, and I still bust his balls for it to this day. He was like, if Ben, like, he didn't say this. This is just me saying this. But, uh, like, if Ben wants to be, like, petty and be like, oh, like, JoJo made a comment to the media that I should have dunked that ball. <laughs> like, everybody in the world thinks you should have dunked that ball. And if you are getting defensive and you don't think you should have dunked that ball, you're the fucking problem. Right. And that's literally just ego, dude. His ego is I can't like, wait ah. for him. If we, if we do trade this guy, I cannot wait for him to come to fucking Philly. We're getting so many Frosties. <laughs> He's not hitting any free throws. <laughs> He said we're getting so many Frosties. <laughs> yeah. You know how it works in Philly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you missed, if the opposing team misses two, both free throws, you get Frosties. That's fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too bad we don't have Dwight Howard, bro. Y'all, y'all as a fan base should just show up to his first game back, like in Philly, just like everybody just two Frosties in hand already. He's like, we don't even watch your free Frosties, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> There was some shit where something came out where Ben Simmons said he was afraid that there was going to be organized groups of Sixers fans at the practice oh, yeah, facilities. The um, I saw a tweet today or like this empty. weekend. It was like this dude just taking a video of like of like the empty like outside of the practice facility, and he was like just scanning the area for organized groups of Sixers fans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just love it, dude. Dude, there's I, love I the know pettiness. people. I, I know, and I was gonna say I, I know how much people like hate Philadelphia fans, but like I consider myself half of a Philly fan just for like the teams that I root for. Like I'm New York to the heart, but like obviously I don't like the Giants or the Jets. Like I just grew up an Eagles fan, and I wouldn't consider myself like a true hockey fan. But like if hockey's on, I'm rooting for the Flyers. So, like, I kind of get... And I also, like, I like the Phillies. Like, I have nothing against the Phillies. I, like, half of their players are old Yankees. So, like, oh, I'm always rooting for the Phillies. And their manager. And their manager. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I'm just... I have nothing against the Phillies. But I fucking love being a Philly fan, dude. Like, Philadelphia does it right. It's just, like, they're so passionate about their teams. And, like, they say what's on their mind. And... The great players of that city don't take offense to it, and they don't, like... No, they just, and they get They get it. better from it, dude. Yeah. And it's, like, Bryce. Bryce Harper has been... Bryce Harper MVP gets season, it. dude. The thing is, Bryce Harper, it, it's tough for Philly fans, because I have the mindset of a Philly fan. You pay this guy a fucking billion dollars. There's no way he's ever worth how much money you paid him. Not fucking possible to be worth that much money. Yeah. And he's kind of, like... He doesn't show it too much. He's he, he's definitely shown it less, but he's like a little flashy. Like I feel like he's kind of like I feel like he's kind of reined it in since he came to Philly. He just I was like, yo, I'm just gonna grind and ball out. Maybe Philly wore off on him in a good way. But like when he first came here, it was like he's kind of like flashy, like a little cocky, like always been yeah. a superstar. He was also always in the too. spotlight. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think he came here. I think he matured. I think this like the city wore off on him, and he was like, oh, I'm just gonna like work really hard and like and ball hit out. Dingers. Yeah. And he has yeah. been. Yeah. 
Um, but JoJo gets it. I'm excited he's here. We'll see. Yeah. I think he was great. It's gonna this be season. a fun. Hopefully I think this NBA season is gonna be fun, dude, because we're like finally back to normal schedule. Yeah, back to your regularly scheduled program. Right. Um. All right. I guess this is just the way life goes. What else we got? We got anything else? Oh. If anybody couldn't tell, that was the most sarcastic question of all time because uh, I've been everybody that this listens to this podcast knows that time. we're going to talk about the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a bad mood this morning and I was like, I was just like telling Lex that I was like not like in a good mood and she's like, oh, like, is, is there anything wrong? Like, do you want to talk about it? I was like, nah, I got to go on this fucking podcast later, talk about how the Eagles suck. Talk about how I suck at fantasy football. It's raining and it's gloomy out, bro. Like, just not very good vibes. Just not great vibes, yeah. It's just a bummy day. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, that shit last night was fucking embarrassing. I I turned it off, like, when it was 27 to 7. I was just like, I didn't turn it off, but I was, like, pretty much like, all right, I'm going to bed. I fell asleep, like, probably two minutes to go, and I was just like... Clay and I were watching it out in the living room, and when it was like twenty to seven at half or something like that, or twenty-one seven, I was just like, "Dude, this game's 27, over." It was twenty-seven, yeah. This yep. uh, this offense has shown me nothing that I should be like, you know, excited for the second half about. This game's over. Going to bed. I'm yeah. gonna go throw it. The on offense looked like fucking dog shit. shit we dude. had three designed runs. Miles Sanders had two rushes for twenty-six yards, dude. Thirteen and a half a carry. That's amazing. Yeah, that's what I said. I he, saw that and I was like, "What like, the fuck? Why did we start of the second more? half? One of the first plays of the second half, right? Wasn't Broke it Miles like Sanders 20- like like a twenty-four yard run? Yeah. And then you say, "Nah, actually, we're actually not gonna give him the ball the rest of the game." <laughs> three. Nick Sirianni, three. what the fuck? He got three carries, dude. The entire no, game. no. He got two. He got two. Kenny carries. Gainwell got one. Oh yeah, no. So it was our rushing. Our, we had three three run plays the entire fucking yes. game. Yes, yeah. Three Two run to plays Sanders the won the game. Well, Jalen Hurts we had doing? a few. Jalen Hurts had like nine rushing attempts, and I guarantee you, at least seven of them were scrambles. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um, Dude, it was not great. I and I could tell the vibes of the offense would be off as soon as Jalen Hurts just threw that first uh, interception, where he underthrew it like fifteen yards. Dude. Yeah. And we Grief came out Jalen Hurts. so hot. Jalen Hurts threw that pick, and he was like, "Oh, uh, like instantly." His demeanor and his body language—he looked Changed. like he—he he was just like, "Oh, like I made a mistake. I'm not playing well." Like he was like a pouty high school kid, or like when they're when they have a bad game. Like yeah. when I struggle in baseball and I walk up to the plate with my head down. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what Jalen Hurts looked like. He was like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like. You got knocked that shit off, dog. This is and the then, NFL, and then and this is the NFL the in Philadelphia. Yeah, like you got to knock yeah. that shit off, and you gotta like, you gotta be able to pick yourself up, have some confidence in yourself to go out there and ball, bring some energy, bring some ferocity back to the huddle, get your boys together, and say, "Yo, we something's got to give because we can't keep getting fucking embarrassed, and we need to make this a fucking game." Right, and the thing is, is he's always have saying like having like these inspirational quotes where he's like. Uh, when the rents do, the rents do. Uh, when I come to my job, I try and be a better player every time. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, dude, then fucking prove it, bro. Like, like uh, yeah, go out there and have that... some fire under your ass, bro. Like, yeah, I just feel I like don't he's think that like... Nick Sirianni's helping him any. Like, I feel like nah. growing pains with putting this new offense together, and I don't know if he's the man. Um, we yeah. ran the ball three times, and that's that's not how you help your rookie 
Okay, he's not a rookie. That's not how you help your quarterback. It was his seventh start or some shit. Seventh like that. He's start. Kind he's of pretty a much a rookie, but like also at the same time, it's not even like we don't have a good running game. Our running game is good, dude. Miles Sanders is a good running back. Like, yeah. Why are we utilizing him not even three times in a full fucking game? Like, if you start bro. to establish the run a little bit more, it's gonna open up the passing game at least somewhat. This was the Maybe same fucking shit needs. last year too. It was Miles Sanders. It was like. The number two yards per carry in the league behind Kyler Murray. But Miles Sanders got like 10 touches a game. So it didn't matter because he wasn't able to dominate games. Like, Why are we letting our one of our biggest weapons, the easiest weapon in our offense to get the ball to, why are right. we not using him? I think he is him? our best offensive weapon, dude. Like, None of our receivers have, yeah. have like proven themselves yet. Nope. It's ridiculous, Miles dude. Sa- Miles Sanders has somewhat proven himself and shown to Philadelphia fans that he can be an NFL running back and that he's good. If you give him 20 touches a game, I guarantee you that one of them is going to be an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah. If he's getting 20 touches a game, dude, he's putting up at least 75 yards a game. And that's just not even... That's, like, based off of just, I think if he gets 20 touches, he puts up... uh, Hundo's a lot. That's five yards a game. Hundo is a lot, which is, like, I I kind of give like 25 yards... I still, I, me too. That's the thing. It's like he's very capable of doing it. He just because doesn't get the he gets, he gets like four to five yards on an average carry, right? But right. then he's gonna have that one that he busts open now and again, right? Bust and it. it's just bust it, bust it, bust it down. Um, and it's just a matter of him getting more carries, dude. More opportunities. It's not even like oh, this is like this might happen. Like he's gonna bust out a twenty, yeah. twenty-five to forty-yard run every fifteen, twenty carries. Maybe, because we got no offensive line. Brandon Brooks is going to be out for like eight weeks. Isaac Sayamalu is, he got hurt in yesterday's game. He's out for the season. Jordan Mailata, I hope he comes back. I was trying to find injury reports on him, and they were like, yeah, he sprained his knee in practice. So I don't know. I don't know how serious that is. We'll see. Yeah. But it looks bad. And it doesn't help that we have the fucking Chiefs next week, dude. Oh, and then the three and O Panthers. Yeah. And then the Bucks. Yeah. And then dude. the three and O Raiders. And then we get to go to the Lions. Okay. And then the Chargers. But even the Lions look better than us. And then the three and O Broncos. <laughs> oh. Jesus dude, we were way too optimistic. Optimistic when we were setting our taking our picks at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Also, though, you couldn't really, you couldn't really, like, I feel like a lot of the teams in the NFL now are playing way better than, um, like, the good teams. Like, the Raiders are 3-0, the Broncos are 3-0, like, who would have guessed that at the beginning of the season that they'd be, like, the top dogs early on? Not I, that's for sure. I love the Broncos, man. Me too. Me too. I think they're going to finish this season pretty well, but... (sighs) The defense looked yeah. like shit last night, too. They couldn't stop fucking anybody. Yeah, defense did not look good. And that was like our one... That was like Every all the single analysts time. Like our, the Eagles defense may surprise people. And... Yeah. Nope. Every single time Zeke or Pollard got the ball, I was like, oh, there's an eight-yard run. Oh, there's an eight-yard yeah, run. Yeah, Tony Pollard looks good, dude. I'll tell you that. I looked, I looked today. Zeke averaged 5.59 and Pollard averaged 5.46 per carry. Yeah, there, there's some that is Pretty an explosive good. running back core, dude. Yep. 
And it's like, they're both so good that they're able to just be like, alright, we're going to actually just use Pollard for this one entire drive and Zeke's just going to rest. Yeah. Like, there were like, and, there were like a couple drives that were 100% that. Tony Pollard. Yeah. No, he was getting and then like, f- And then they would sprinkle him in like, down. in and out like on like the other drives for the most part, yeah. but it was mostly Zeke. And Zeke was back to his normal self last night. Yeah, Zeke was eating. Feed me, head-ass bull. <sighs> I hate when he does that yeah, shit. I fucking trade him. Um, but yeah, dude, they were just running all over us. It was so easy. Play mm-hmm. action off of that, bro. Our defense is bad. Our team is bad. Our and also, is bad. I, I, I get it, like, you know, this is a really young offense, so it's going to take some time for them to settle in and meld and be all this. Like, we can't expect top Dude, we might get three dogs. top ten picks next year. Fire me up, dude. Did you like, know that? It, I did. We because, have uh, two, because two. We have Miami's. Down, right? yeah. yeah, we have Miami's first round pick next year. And if Wentz plays the whole season, which I don't care how fucking bad he is, he's better than Jason Eason and you know Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley. He's better than those two. So if he yeah. can stay healthy and play the whole season, and we get the Colts first round pick, the Colts suck. They're gonna be top pick. ten pick. We suck. Yeah. We're gonna be first round pick. We have three top ten picks. Fire me, fuck up. Or at least like three top fifteen, probably. Yeah, and dude, the great thing about like the NFL draft is those players. Come I want in, the like number one offensive stars. lineman in the league, and I want or in the draft, and I want the number one corner in the in the draft. Yeah, we need, you know yeah, who dude. has you know who's looked amazing this season until he got hurt. Who? J.C. Horn, the rookie corner. He got drafted by the Panthers. I think he's from USC. He was drafted like maybe like eighth overall. J.C. Horn. When did he Horn, get hurt? In the Thursday night game. Oh really, dude? Yeah. You know who also looked good is that uh, Alabama cornerback that that Dallas has. Um, what's his name? Number seven, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, he looks good, dude. I mean, I his yeah, one his one bad. pick six was on a Devontae Smith pretty much slipped and just gave it to yeah. him. But and Jalen Hurts literally was staring at. Devonta Smith that entire time didn't try to look the defender off once was like snap Devonta 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 oh you fell okay 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 you're still on the ground okay oh pick six <laughs> fuck 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 like fuck. what and then he was like running over to Devonta and like yelling at him did you see that yeah. he wasn't yelling at him but he was like low key like in his face like what the fuck like what happened blah 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 and Devonta was like dude I fell and you fucking threw the ball to me like when I was on the ground right and it was still behind him yeah it was not a good throw that's the thing with Jalen Hurts, dude. Like, if his passing game isn't on, which most of the time it's not, like, crazy on, like, his rushing game has to be on. And it wasn't either last night. Yeah, it's going to uh, be a long oh, well. season. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm, I'm done talking about them. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. Um, KC coming to town this week. Oh, what do you yeah. think about Kansas City early, dude? One and two early. I think it's people are like, oh, is the, is the Mahomes magic gone? Uh, no, dude. I think they've just gotten unlucky on some plays. Edwards Hilaire's fumbling the ball, and their offensive line week. hasn't looked. Yeah, he did have a good week, but like for the majority of the season, he hasn't been great. I just think it's. Right. I think it's a fluke. I think they're still gonna go fucking fourteen, fifteen wins. Like they're gonna be fine. Yeah, they'll be all right. Um. So, last week, 
we both had the birds as a dub from earlier in the season, so we're both one and two, which is like the birds. Um, <laughs> we both got L's next week, so if the birds lose, we we can get back to 500. All right. Um, for last week, you had a 33-30 win for the birds. I had a 27-24 win for the Cowboys. So I'm two and one on weekly guesses. Wasn't even fucking close with the points though. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Uh-oh. Well, they put up forty one. You're, you're one and two on weekly guesses. So what do you got for this Kansas City game? Uh, dude, I'm gonna say like thirty six to seven. You think it's gonna be like that? I was thinking yeah. about it earlier, and I was thinking the same, bro. Yeah, I think we're gonna get blown out, dude. I think because Kansas City is trying to wake seven up. Thirty-six-seven Chiefs or Birds? Yeah, <laughs> relax. You you know what I'm talking about Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I think Tyreek is gonna expose our broken defense. Not broken, just yeah, injured. Yeah, I think so too. And I think Mahomes is gonna do his thing. The only hope I have for this game is the Kansas City Chiefs defense keeps sucking, and Jalen Hurts kind of shows yeah. a little bit of something. So. Give me 36-14. Okay. Yeah, I was actually going to go, like, the Cowboys just put up 41, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. (coughs) All right. I'm going to go 45 to 24 Chiefs. I think I just I like to throw in a field goal sometimes just to mix it up, but I think we yeah. get three tutters, not two. Yeah, but then again, I thought we were gonna put up twenty seven against the Cowboys and keep them the fucking what I say twenty seven. You said thirty three to thirty. Thirty. Oh, I did. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. that's even worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in summary, birds suck. Other things around the NFL. Justin Fields looked terrible in his debut. That could yeah. be a coaching thing. It uh, is. I think it 100% bad. is a coaching thing, dude. Yeah, I think Matt did. Nagy's a terrible fucking head coach. I think so, too. He's got to go. Um, Shout out all my kickers out there. I only know one, personally. I don't think he kicks anymore. I think he's retired. Um, did you see Justin, Justin Field, Tucker? Justin Tucker, yeah. Justin Tucker, 66-yard field goal to win the game, sets a new NFL record for the longest field goal of all time. Yeah, did you watch it where he, like, hit the fucking post yeah, and bounced back? Yeah, nuts, yeah, so he dude. hits it, hits the post, and, like, I couldn't tell which fucking way it bounced. I had to wait yeah. to see the ref's arms go up. Like, well, yeah, it could bounce like, in or out, because yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, it just looked like it went up and then down. Yeah, and it did. It bounced up pretty high, too. It was fun. I like that. Yeah, that was a fun moment. We were all sitting there watching it, like, on Red Zone at Jake's house. Me, Jake, and Clay, and, like, Riley, and then the girls were in the back. We were all sitting there watching it, and we saw him kick it. And we're watching it go, and then it hits the bar, and we're like, oh! And then the ref's arms go up, and we all just went, oh! (laughs) It was wild. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Sucks for the Lions, though. Yeah. That would have been a nice little win for them, huh? Good game. Good game from the Lions. I kind of like the Um, Lions, dude. Me too. They're fun. They're fun to like because they were expected to be so fucking bad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They should have got smoked, though. Marquise Brown... Had three drop balls that should have been catches. 
Did you see? Him I all saw in the red that, zone? dude. Yeah, I did see those. I was those. sitting there. Me and Lex are laying on the couch, and he drops the first one that he dropped was in the end zone, and I was like, "Bum, mm-hmm. dude, this guy's a fucking bum. He's got no hands. Like, look at this guy." And then he drops another one, and like they show all of his drops on two, and then he yeah. drops another one. And I'm like, "Look at this guy. He's a fucking bum. He's a bum." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he drops the third one that was like in his hands, like he would have been like inside the five yard line. I'm like, "Bum, guys, yeah. I'm certified." Bum. Certified fucking bomb. Yeah, this he fell off bum. hard. He had like a decent like rookie year and then just tanked. Yeah. He had a strong end of last year. Yeah, like the but last it, few weeks. It's different for fantasy because like he killed you in the beginning. And then right. the last few weeks you're like, oh, can I trust Hollywood Brown? Like probably not. Yeah, so I'm not going to play him. Not. He's going to go and off then he on pops my pops off. Yep. Um, Matt Prater, who's a previous longest field goal record holder before the Lions, Justin right? just broke it. Yeah, now he's with the Cardinals. He attempted a 68-yarder, and it got returned, the 109 yards by the Jags. Oh, that was a field goal return? I thought that was just a kick return. Yeah. No, that was damn. a field goal. Yeah. Oh, damn. Could you imagine Justin so, Tucker takes his record and then he takes it right back the same day? <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been fucking awesome, dude. Well, that was, like, the time when uh, it was, like, Kittle and Kelsey going for, like, the most receiving yards by yeah. a tight end. And one yeah. of them broke the record, and then one of them broke that record the same day. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was last fun, year, dude. wasn't it? No, I think it was the year before, because Kittle was hurt last year. Oh, yeah, right. Um, My last takeaway, Pittsburgh's offense looks really bad, and Big Ben looks horrendous. Big Ben looks absolutely horrendous, dude. Bad. Yeah. Like, so bad. Like, yeah. almost to a point, I saw somebody talking about Cam Newton. It's like, dude, why don't those Steelers just go snag Cam Newton? Like, Big For Ben really? does not look good at all. But I guess, like, the Steelers, uh, or he took such a pay cut or whatever to play this year that the Steelers are just, like, all in on it, and they're just, they're not going to even, like, look at that. So, I don't know. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's, but, like, trying to win, like. Should right, we get into so a little, in fantasy, little fantasy football? Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling up our results from uh, our podcast league. Nice. So we caught a dub. We beat uh, Derek 118-91 to 91, um, to move to 2-1. and one. Hanging with Hernandez gets a win, his first of the season, to beat Clay, give Clay his first loss of the season. Lex gets her second win, back-to-back wins now. She beats Luke, who goes to 0-3. Q Jib, I like I like the Jib guy. Jib smash. Um, <laughs> they get they get a win to go to three and zero to start the three season. Three and zero, dude. Yeah, they beat Andy Darty, who's at one at one and two. Emery gets a win to go to two and one over Waldo, who's one and two. Um, Bango Bagani beats Carl to move to two and one. Carl's one and two. Um, so the the standings are Jib smash. They're up top at 3-0, and then it's Clay, and then us, and then Emery, and then Bango, and then Lex, and that rounds out the 2-1 and one boys. And then with Waldo, T-Gravs hanging with Hernandez, Elrac, Brandon, and Andy at 1-2, and two, and Luke, the basement dweller, at 0-3. 0-3, oh baby. How's really that good. basement taste, son? Um, yeah, that's, hey man, a, that's started, a tight little race. Took dude. a risk. We started Daniel Jones there. and We started yeah. Daniel Jones instead of Justin Herbert. 
and, and Herbert put up like 40, didn't he? Herbert went crazy. Daniel Jones was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I had two DFS lineups where I started two DFS lineups. One of them I started Daniel Jones, and one of them I started Justin Fields. I thought they were sneaky, cheap options at quarterback that could pop sneaky, off Sneaky, cheeky, lemon squeezy. And they were yeah. not, dude. And they both sucked dicks. Yeah, that was tough. Um, Who do we got next I listened week? To, I listened to Cassandra in our Coastal Chicks League, and I started Justin Fields there. That wasn't a good decision either. She's sabotaging you, dude. Whatever, I still got the win of 3-0 in that league. Suck me. We got Andy next week. And we currently projected a loss. We are? Yeah. He's got a decent team. Oh, he's got A.J. Brown in his starting lineup, who's projected 16 points, who I don't think is going to play. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's hurt. Yeah. I got him in Dynasty. He's very hurt. And then in Orchids, our biggest league, dude, this shit makes me hate fantasy. I traded Zeke for Keenan Allen. Cause, so, check me out. Here, Check me out on my rationale here. Okay. Um, When I look at my team in Orchids, right... At my running back position, pre-trade, pre-trade I had, or let's go, let's just go post-trade. Who are my running backs right now? Joe Mixon, Jamal Williams, Daryl Henderson, Tyson Williams, and Cordero Patterson. I could slide in there. That's like a good running back room, dude. Like Daryl Henderson, Tyson Williams, Joe Mixon, and Jamal Williams are all great like choices at running back. Tyson sucked this week. Yeah. Those are all good, like, those are all at good, at, like, at the least, like, I feel like they're going to give me a top 24 performance most weeks. Yeah, I That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, well, who, well, what's the rest of your receiving core like? Terry McLaurin, Tyler Boyd, Debo, Zach Pascal, Tim Patrick. So it was really it was really Terry McLaurin and Debo and then Tyler Boyd, uh, maybe, but like he's not great. Zach Pascal, maybe, went sucks. Tim Patrick, who's only good now because Well he's been he's everyone's been hurt a, a in ten Denver. point. He's, he's been, been a ten he's point been guy good. since week one. Yeah, he has, and I've had him since week one waivers. Um and then I have Deontay Johnson who's hurt. And How that offense kind of sucks. Don't know, kind yeah, of week to week, but it's suck. a knee. I think it might come back. I don't love the offense. Yeah, um, I was, I don't know. I was surprised when I, I saw the trade. I pick up Keenan Allen, and now it's Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel. Which is, right, like, you know, a stud stud receiving core. And then probably Tyler Boyd or maybe Tim Patrick. It's like, I don't know. I have, like, I have choices now. And then when Deontay Johnson comes back, then it's going to be even harder. But I think I'll still be good. I Like, I think... If Joe Mixon can get me, what what has he had this week? 25, 8, and 10. If he can be up in, like, that 15 points a week range, like, average me somewhere around there, like, that's really all I want. That's like, fine, right. And I think that with the volume that he's getting, he's not going to give me any really big, like, shitty weeks, right? I think I think he's going to have, like, No, nah, his opportunity is definitely like okay there. Week. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Williams this year, 25, 6.7, 14.7. Like... He gets the work there, and he's a great personality. So, but then he is a great. Look personality. at Daryl Henderson when he, whenever he comes back healthy, 
15 and 17, dude. 16 for 70 and a touchdown. 13 for 53 and a touchdown, but also three catches for 29 yards. It's like they, he just gets used enough. Tyson Williams didn't see the fucking ball at all this week. I see. That's the thing. Like running backs on Baltimore, dude. It's so it's so tough to trust just because of Lamar. I but Daryl Henderson, like you know me, I was I was heavy on him after we drafted you. Like I've been him. trying to trade for him for a minute, um, just because he gets the opportunity and he's a good running back and there's he doesn't have much competition behind him. So like, he's gonna he's just always gonna be a reliable guy. Um, yeah. I don't know, dude. I thought, I thought you you could have been fine. It's fifty fifty at this point, obviously, because we don't know the true winner of the trade. Like Keenan Allen could pop off the rest of the year. Zeke could get hurt. Like you don't know. Um, yeah. I just feel like you were trading a stud running back core for a wide receiver core, and at that point, it just comes down to preference. I don't see like a true like winner lose like in that like a, yeah. like overall winner lose immediately. Obviously, Zeke went off, so like you lost the trade for this week, but. It's just hard to tell. Yeah. Mayo's team is kind of scary now because he has Derrick Henry and Zeke. And Zeke. And if those yeah. two pop off. Doesn't he have Justin dude, Herbert too? And he's No, he's got Josh Allen. And he oh. still lost this week, dude. He only put up 127. Oh, well, Sean's team. 182. What? Yeah, his team popped off, dude. Oh, but he has D-Hop, and D-Hop had a shitty week, and Juju had a shitty week. Now he's hurt. Kyle Pitts, and you can't really expect greatness out of him. No. Trey Sermon actually had a fine week. Hollywood, who had all those drops. On his bench, though, like, Devontae Booker, Ronald Jones, Larry Roundtree. Jalen his Waddle his had bench a is week. bad. Terrace Marshall. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's PPR, so I kind of wanted to... Maybe, maybe it's just, you know, it's funny. Everything in fantasy that I've been doing for the past few years has been so like running back heavy, like running yeah. backs are important, like running backs intrinsically have more value than wide receivers because there's less of them that play at a high level. Um, right. and like trading Z kind of goes like against all that. Yeah. That was a big boy trade, dude. I was surprised you were just like pulling trade on that, like this early. It was tough. I did a, I was doing a lot of thinking, a lot of back and forth in my head and uh, we'll see the, how it pays off, button. man. I'm still not still not really thrilled with it, but we'll see how it works. Um I ended up winning all of my leagues this week. I went five and oh. Oh, nice. Um which is crazy because in Coastal Chicks, Jess was projected to whoop my ass um because she had two players in the night game. She had uh let me see. She had C.D. Lamb and Devonta Smith to play, and she was down 15. So I was like, and I had no one else. Like, I was stuck. Like, my score was submitted. So I was like, yeah. damn, there's pretty much no way I win this game. Like, Devonta Smith and Right, because you kind of expect C.D. and Devonta to put up 15. 15, like, total together. So I was like, damn. And then I woke up, and I ended up winning 133 to 128 just because of, like, C.D. was not targeted like crazy, and Devonta Smith and, like, the Eagles just sucked. So... Yeah. I snuck out that one. And then, so, did we talk about my Foot Clan, what I did in Foot Clan with the quarterback last week? No. Nah. The kid I'm playing didn't have a quarterback because all three of his quarterbacks were out and hurt. And there was one quarterback left on remaining remaining on waivers that was going to be, like, playing, and it was Jacoby Brissett. So I was like, dude, let me go in there and just – I have two open ro- roster spots on my bench. Let me just snag Jacoby Brissett for a dollar just so this kid doesn't get him and he doesn't have a quarterback to start. Um, 
So I did that, and it worked out because the other kid, Coondog, bid $0, like thinking nobody else was going to pick him up. So I just threw in a dollar to secure him. Did that, threw him on my bench. Jacoby Brissett ends up outscoring Teddy Bridgewater and almost Ryan Tannehill, and he was on my bench, so I didn't start him. But this kid had Trey Lance, and he just threw him into his quarterback spot, and Trey Lance scored a touchdown. He had one carry for one yard and one touchdown. So he had 6.1 points. And I was projected to whoop ass, and I beat this kid by – a score of seventy five point nine to seventy four point seven, dude. I you barely guys are fucking both so won. Bad. So fucking bad. My bench popped, dude. Like Cole Beasley had fifteen. I Pitcher had one fifteen, and I took an L. In Foot Clan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had was James Conner like on my bench with seventeen. Um, barely snuck by, dude. Yeah, James Conner was on my bench in Orchids too. I saw that. Yeah, dude, I lost in Foot Clan. I lost in CCU Dynasty. I'm 0-3 there, going for that number one draft pick. Um, I won in Coastal Chicks, random roommates. That's, and then I, in my Yahoo leagues, I won in one of them. So my one Yahoo league, I drafted Najee Harris, Eckler, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And mm. last week, I completed a trade. I traded Edwards-Alaire, and in return, I got Chase Edmonds and Noah Fan. I had no tight end. Right, so I was like, you know what? I don't think this is a downgrade at running back too severely at, in a PPR league. And I get a tight end that I can play every week who's going to be at least not zero points. Um, right. And so this week, Edmonds had 14 points something and Clyde had 16. And it was one of Clyde's best weeks ever, uh, or best weeks in a while. And so, like, not much of a downgrade there. Noah Fant didn't have a good day, but whatever, it's going to happen. Especially with so many players hurt, he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but I actually played the kid that I that made the trade with, and I shitted on him. I had like 179, um, and then I lost. I think I lost like 155 to 159 in my other league. But that was my first L in that league, so I'm two and one in that league and one and two in my other home league. That's not bad. Yahoo's got to get their shit together, dude. Yahoo sucks. If you're not doing your fantasy bother. football on sleeper, literally just like what the fuck you doing. <sighs> Get it together. I only do it so I can play with my friends from home because they're stubborn. That's tough. Cause and last out. year they didn't like they did they tried sleeper last year and they didn't like it and it was because sleeper didn't update their scores as fast last year. But this year they're great with updating their scores. What well, I mean, how fast do they need it, bro? They update the scores this year like nah. Yeah, last year they was like really behind. Really? I mean, like, I guess I never noticed because I would watch like streams of it so. Yeah, fantasy scores were always, like, sometimes, like, 30 minutes behind. Really? Yeah, I was noticing it last year. Damn. Um, But this year, they're killing it. Yeah, sleepers are shit, dude. I like the way they changed, like, the uh, weekly recap. Yeah. Or they just, report. They're just better, dude. Yeah. Did you see what I put in uh, the chat today? Yeah, about, about the their defense? defensive scoring? Yeah. Yeah. People are bitching about... This yeah, this kid in my other league was like, "Oh, that's so stupid." I have the Raiders defense. Derek Carr threw a pick six, and like that counts as six more points against my defense. And I was like, "Yeah, that, that is stupid because they weren't Doesn't even on the on field." Sleeper. Not on sleeper, they do points that the defense allowed. Yeah, which I think is awesome. Um, and like shit, they're they're, they're always making updates, dude. Like. Like, dude, they're like making updates like all Fortnite. the time, and they're saying, "Oh, like we have new updates, like this, like we listened, we listened to what you guys said, and we made these updates, right? right?" And like they change things, and like, when was the last time you saw the Yahoo Fantasy app update? 
I've been using the same fucking one. I haven't even had to log in a second time since I was born. I was born, I logged in the Yahoo <laughs> was, Fantasy, and I haven't, I haven't switched it up since. <laughs> Came out the womb with a lineup. Yeah. I'm just saying, none of those other ones change. Sleeper changes, dude. Like, it's growing, and it's small, and I think, like, maybe it just took them a while to get their servers up to speed with, like, the demand. But I think yeah. now that they've, like, adapted to, like, the higher volume, and, like, they've worked out a lot of the kings, like, it's the best, dude. It's the best way to do fantasy football. And the I, only, I don't see myself using anything else ever again. Like, all they do is, is they branched out to fantasy basketball, but that's they literally were created to be to do a fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Yahoo is not a fantasy football platform. They're a news company or some shit. Like they Email do so company many things. From the 90s. They don't give a, yeah, they don't give a shit about their fantasy football servers, bro. Same with ESPN. They don't care about their fantasy football shit. It's all the same, and it just gets old and it's beat. Right. It's no fun. There's, like, way more. I feel like switching to Sleeper, because we used to do ESPN, but switching to Sleeper in Orchids has made us all so much more competitive, dude. Yes. Like, it's it has taken, like, the fun and the excitement and, like, the challenge of fantasy football to a whole nother level that I didn't even know was possible. Yes. And it just makes everyone more, like, involved in the league. Right. Like, when waivers process, we get a report every single day. I get to see everyone that gets picked up, everyone that gets dropped. And dude, and in Yahoo, you don't on get top that. Of that shit too. Yeah, right? in Yahoo, you don't get that. It says it, sometimes I get a notification that says transaction has transactions have been processed, right? Or like I can like it takes me like three or four clicks to navigate it to it to like find the transactions for that league just so I can go see like who the other people in the league dropped. Like, is that somebody that I want to now go pick up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just like, it, you just say so privy to everything in and Sleeper. Do you get like, so like when you go to look at like available players like on the waiver wire or like that adventure yeah. or whatever, does it show you like who's trending up and who's trending down and like, does it have like news pieces on each player or is it just like, yeah, oh, they have guy. the news pieces on each player. I just think it's tougher to navigate in general. Like Sleeper, I feel like it's so easy to be like, all right, I'm going to click this one button. Now here's all the players. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. You know what I mean? And it was over. It was overwhelming Yahoo, for like the first two weeks that you use Sleeper, but ever since yes, then, it's like I can get through I agree. the app so fast. It's, it's so a, easy. once you once you like understand how to navigate the app, like it's it's easier, and you just kind of yeah. move through it, and it just it's just so much better. That's like yep. my favorite way to look up players. Oh, and 100%. look up their stats and look at stats. Like I will be on Yahoo looking at players that I want to add drop, like just looking at who's available. And then I'll be on Sleeper, like, looking them up to look at their game logs and shit like that. Yeah. It's just because I think it's easier. It's easier to navigate, and it's, it's just makes way much more sense to me. I'm excited to see uh, the, the future of this app. I feel like it's, and there's I no way that's not, like, the most popular in Yahoo defaults to, like, seeing your team. And Sleeper, like, Sleeper defaults to seeing your matchup. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, when you open first. So open it's the like app. in Sleeper, like I open up, I or I go to like a different league, and it first brings me to my matchup, and then I have to click to my team, which yeah. it's like okay on Sundays that's what I want. I want to be able to go and click and see my matchup, see who we have left, and right. then on Yahoo when I I have to switch leagues and it brings me to my team, and then I have to click into the matchup. I yeah. just bring right Dude, to the matchup. And it's like those little things. It's the little things like that because it's like how many times I couldn't even tell you how many times I look at my phone on Sundays. Like we're just like. Even if it's, like, a sleeper notification, I'll just, like, look at it, pull it up, 
and I'm looking at my matchup right there, and it's usually updated, and everything's like already there yeah. for me. It tells you, the, tells you everything you need to know with one swipe. There's one thing that Yahoo does that Sleeper doesn't do that I wish Sleeper did. What? Yahoo sends you a notification when your player's like status changes. Like I get notification: Antonio Brown's status changed from healthy to COVID-19. Darnell Mooney's status changed from healthy to questionable. Darnell I Mooney's status changed from questionable to healthy. I, really? I get all those updates on Sleeper, yeah. I mean, hmm. it doesn't tell you, like, his status is, like, he's now going from healthy. It tells you, like, oh, this player was hurt in practice. Um, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Now. Yahoo tells you when their status changes on their platform. If that person's on your team, they send you a notification when their status changes and sometimes it's really helpful because sometimes like i'll miss like i get so many notifications on my phone a day sometimes i miss like the news pieces you know what i mean right right um but it's nice to have but they do make it easy to see like it's very hard to notice like somebody's questionable or out or hurt you know what i mean i agree but it's good i think it's also good for like if it's like middle of the week and some players are questionable and then they become healthy and like they're officially ruled active sleeper doesn't always send you like breaking news so and so is ruled active you know what i mean like they'll just be like oh like they're actually fine like we knew he was fine so they don't send a notification but on yahoo it'll be like oh so and so like i know you know Miles Sanders has been dealing with a hammy all week. I don't know if he's gonna play. And then on Friday, like he gets listed as like a full de- like a full participant at practice, and they switch his status on Yahoo from questionable to healthy. And I'll get a notification for that. I'm like, oh bet, right. like start Miles Sanders this week. And it was really big with like Carson Wentz, like this week. I'm like, oh like I don't know if Wentz is gonna play because he has two sprained ankles. But if he <laughs> plays, I'm gonna want to. If he plays, I might want to start the wide receivers. And if he doesn't play, I definitely don't want to start those wide receivers. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So like with that, like I like that's like the only thing that I've noticed that I I do like about Yahoo. I'm like, oh, I don't get that from Sleeper. You should tweet at him. I think I'm gonna send them a thing. They're so responsive, dude. Like I've had questions about like commissioner stuff, like with our like league, just like where people are like, oh, like how like can we do this? Like just trying to figure out different ways to like customize the league and figure out like what I can actually do in the league. Yeah. Like I've like reached out to them and they're so responsive. That's dope. You think Yahoo or ESPN's getting back to me? No, they're gonna be like, "Fuck off, make another account." (laughs) Yeah, they're beat. Um, But sleeper kills it. Pretty fucking late. Yanks game is well underway. We're not skipping a draft. I haven't got any uh, notifications about the Yanks game yet, so I assume it's still zero zero. Well, that's good. Um, Yeah. Well, we'll get out of here. We're not doing a draft this week. This is a long enough episode. Um, honestly, I think they're all going to be pretty fucking long from here on out. Yeah. It's, dude, we can't, we just, like, enjoy talking. I don't know. It's very easy. Yeah. Like, it does not feel like we've been sitting here for two hours. No. It's been almost two hours, though. No. <laughs> all right, we'll get this bitch up. Y'all let us know how you hear, how you like it. Go uh, interact with us on Twitter at the Random Room Pod. No, at Random Room Pod. On Instagram, at The Random Roommates. We're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify. Give us five stars and leave a review. Anything that you may have on your phone, we're available on. Even Pornhub. Maybe for different reasons. <laughs> you won't, well, you find, you won't find us podcasting there, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but we're there. If you, to, <laughs> if you go to Pornhub and you hit on your search bar, skirt bag and bank, you will find what you're looking for. <laughs> Skirt bag and bait. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's just a little something that we used to yeah. do. Like that was like our old side hustle, right? Like that now we got the yeah. podcast. Before yeah. we did porn, and now we do podcasts. <laughs> like some people bartend, sticking, some people strip, with the peas. like whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're just expanding our sources of future income. The porn didn't work mm-hmm. out, so now we're podcasting. Podcast hasn't worked out yet, but we're having fun with it. So we're yeah. having fun with the porn too. But. <laughs> Uh, Alright, catch y'all later next week Be easy Later